What up, everybody? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony, the Architect. Today's episode features our interview with my man, Mad Mike, 49er slash GOAT slash, oh damn, you got that too? Super collector, as well as football connoisseur. This dude's been collecting since he was seven years old. So sit back, relax, and listen as we go down memory lane. So, Mike, your Instagram handle is Joe Montana 16 Collector. But I noticed you go by a bit of a different name, too. Why, why Mad Mike? Um, somebody called me that one time in school when I was in grade school. So I used to get triggered. Real, I still get triggered pretty easy, especially if, if I'm driving. I get pretty bad road rage. But uh, <laughs> uh, somebody called me Mad Mike because I was mad one day and it stuck. So and I went home and told my mom. I was like, I, these kids call me Mad Mike. And then later on, I was like, I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Just, just rolled with it. Yeah, just embrace it, right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'll own that. <laughs> <laughs> mad mike all right mad mike so what does your P pc consist of your personal collection mm, a lot of stuff uh mainly 49ers joe montana jerry rice uh, i like a lot of other players too especially 49ers uh, i don't stick to just one player but my main guys is montana yeah, i like tom brady i like brett Favre. i like a lot of the hall of fame players that's uh, mostly my collection is Hall of Fame players. I don't have a, very much of the modern guys, except for the ones that are still playing. Uh, Adrian Peterson, he's another one I like. Um, LT was a big uh, guy that I collected, still do. Uh, so, yeah, just a bunch of Hall of Famers, I guess. Nice. So, yeah, it's a little bit of, little bit of everything. That's nice to have that variety. Yeah. Um, yeah, and go broke that way too. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, once you get you know that row splits into eight different directions, it gets a little tough. Right. But, you know, but now you do live in the state of Washington. So why the 49er fan and not the Seahawks? <laughs> so growing up in the '80s, my dad's from California, and he's a 49ers fan. Actually, he was a 49er fan. He's converted to a Seahawk fan now. But my uncle's a Niners fan, so I grew up in a household in 49ers, and they're always on TV. So even though I'm Joe Montana 16 collector, Jerry Rice is actually my favorite 49er. And Montana, the reason I took that on is because that was my dad's favorite player, so I just kind of ran with it. But I probably have more Rice cards than I do in Montana. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Joe won four Super Bowls, and I think he's the best ever. So there's a debate for him, Brady, whoever really doesn't matter. But um, so in Montana, we obviously the Seahawks were probably the closest as the home team and they were on TV a lot. But I just I like the Niners. That's who my my whole family was, uh, except my grandpa. He was a Seahawks fan, actually. Uh, so I did like the Seahawks back in the uh, 90s because uh, they were the local team and, and they sucked. <laughs> so just kind of felt bad for them so yeah they had cool uniforms back then too yeah i, I just i just remember those uniforms being you know pretty cool and i guess in montana you can either go either way you can go you know west or you can go east to the vikings there's probably kind of a split there i would imagine yeah uh 
Well, that town that I grew up in was only like 900 people. So there, there was probably more Seahawks fans there than anything. Gotcha. But, yes. you know, the 49ers were always on TV back in them days. And so that, that that's just who we watched. Nice. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what card means the most to you? You know, mm-hmm. your most prized possession, not, you know, most valuable per se, but if you had to, uh, if your house was burning down and you had to pull one out, you only had one opportunity and to grab one of them, which one would it be? So it'd be this one right here. Yeah, this is a 2005 Tops 50th Anniversary Team Autograph Set. Uh, these things are hand numbered to 50. Uh, they're extremely hard to find. Even though there is 50 of them, you just don't find these. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, these are very hard to find where the autos are not faded off and scratched up. These are extremely sensitive, con- uh, condition sensitive. So my wife and I got married in uh, 2008. And I bought that in the summer of 2009. And we had a baby on the way, my daughter. And so I, I got that card for two fifty on eBay. And it was raw. Oh, wow. So that, that was a lot back then. And uh, not that it's not now, but anyways, I, I still remember the day it came in the mail. Uh, I was sitting on the counter when I got home, opened it. And I was like, wow, this is such a, this is such a great card. And uh, at that time I, I'd, I'd only been back in the hobby for a year. I didn't get back. Actually it was uh, the end of 2008. So it was only like six months I was back in the hobby when I bought that card and I never graded before. Cause when I got out, I didn't know what, I didn't know anything about graded cards. So I actually sent that off you know, in my uh, first submission and it came back in nine ten. And uh, anyways, fast forward, I had to sell it. I had, a, I had, I was working on that set. I came four cards away from finishing that set. There's 25 in the set. So I had my son on the way. I had to sell some stuff and I, I sold just about every card I own. I, I probably had like two handfuls of cards left mm-hmm. and it always bothered me that I sold that card. So I sold it a couple of years go by. I reach out and the email to the guy and ask him if he had that card still. I sold him. Uh, there's four 49ers in that set. There's a uh, Steve Young, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice and Ronnie Lott. He took all four of the 49ers. And I asked him if he still had those. He said he had the Montana. He didn't have the other ones. I was actually able to buy the same card back from the guy. I don't know how many years went by, maybe three, four years went by before I was able to get that card back. It's the exact same card. So yeah, that's, that's probably the one that means the most. That's wild, man, that he still had it. And wow. What, what else is in that set or who else I should say should have brought them all out, but uh, Tom Brady's in the set. He's the only one that's got, a sticker autograph. I don't know why he has a sticker autograph. They're all on card. I, hmm. I just took a guess that they added him in the set later. If anyone had the answer to that, I'd really like to know why, but uh, there's Elway, there's Marino, there's Emmett Smith, there's Brett Favre, Curtis Martin, Peyton Manning, Gail Sayers, uh, Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Steve Young, uh, Staubach, uh, Joe Namath, Eric Dickerson. Oh wow! So it's a it's a yeah. it's a who's who of uh... yeah. There's 25 in the set, so I I completed it now. I have all 25 of them. Oh nice! That, that set. How long did it take you to put that together? Mm, 
Well, I cheated. It only took me about six months, six, seven months. Because yeah, well, I mean, there, there was a guy that actually had a couple of those sets completed. So I ended up getting more than half of them from him. Okay. So good move. Good move. it didn't, didn't take too long. That helps on the shipping costs. Yeah. <laughs> helps on searching every day for them, too, because they're really hard to find. Absolutely. Now, just uh, touching back on your collecting, you, you say, you know, you've been collecting since you were seven. Do you remember the first pack you opened or and and have you kept, you know, what cards have you kept since your childhood, if any? Definitely have none from my childhood. I don't remember the exact first pack, but I do remember um, 89 tops. So in Montana, where I lived, we only had a grocery store and a hardware store, but they sold cards, 50 cents a pack. So I'd get three bucks allowance every week to go down there and get six packs of cards. So the cards were on the rise then, uh, right, right around the early, early nineties, late eighties. We had a guy that lived in, in that town who actually turned his garage into a card shop. It was pretty cool. So he had nothing. In there. It was all 89, 90 pro set score. You know, there's baseball, there's some basketball, football, uh, action pack was huge back then. I remember when that came out, that was uh, that'd be like national treasure flawless today. Gotcha. Wow. That's wild. Like how did he, what was the setup in there? Like, what was that like? It was pretty cool. Cause you'd walk in there and he had this uh, makeshift display case that he made. And then behind him, he, you know, he had shelves with uh, some boxes on there. And uh, I remember he had the, like some uh, 1990 base Michael Jordan cards and they were in a picture frame. On, for display i mean that, that's what we had back then yeah. there was no no high-end cases back then but it was just uh it's nostalgic to think about that about what this guy did back then and then you know it just blew up early 90s and all the way through the 90s it uh it, it, it kind of faded out a little bit that's pretty progressive thinking of him though i mean he, you know it's just he probably figured nobody else is doing that in a town that small Sheesh, that, that's pretty. I mean, was it kind of like every day after school type, you know, go, let's all run over to this guy's garage and see, you know, see what's going on? Pretty much. Nobody had money to buy any cards, but <laughs> when we did get a couple of bucks, we were buying them for 50 cents at the store. Yeah, that's that seems typical for that for that time, you know, back then. Yeah. But, you know, you'd always want to go in there and trade. Would he entertain? So he, yeah. Would he entertain that or how like how, yeah, how, how, he, how did that he, work? It, there was always trading going on because, you know, back then all you had was tops. So before the scoring pro set came out, but, you know, he was well, other than, I guess basketball had Fleer at, uh, I don't recall seeing any 86 wax down there, but uh, yeah, it's like, you just, if you like Dan Reno or John Elway or Joe Montana, those guys were in the, in the tops cards back then. So yeah, people were constantly trading that kind of stuff. I remember when the action pack cards came out. Do you remember what those looked like? Yes. Okay. Everybody wanted those, and everybody was chasing the Joe Montana one. Nobody had one. Were they short printed or how? Do no, you know, or just we only got X amount of boxes back then. But uh, I don't know what the supply. Meant. Uh, I'm not sure how they distributed them back then. That small area, but yeah, that's the one everybody wanted. Saw the Jerry Rice, but nobody had the Montana. Again, this is a small town. There's only eight, nine hundred people in that town. And so, Mike, when you look up your IG account, 
It says you've been collecting since you were seven years old. Have you been collecting your entire life or did you take a break like most of us? I did take a break for a long time. I was 18, 19 years old. And uh, I just got, you know, I was, I was busy with life. I was living on my own. And, uh, I just didn't really have time for card. I mean, I still followed uh, football. And, but uh, yeah, I just stopped collecting for a long time. And uh, I picked it up at the end of 2008. So it was like an eight, nine year break. Okay. And uh, so what's funny is I was, uh, when I was delivering to one of my accounts, there was this guy there that I became friends with who collected cards. He was telling me about all these cards that he had. He was telling me he had all these autograph cards. And uh, so that was intriguing to me because, you know, they didn't have that stuff when I stopped collecting. It was, uh, it was around the time LaDainian Thompson and True Breeze were uh, rookies is when I got out. So he was telling me he had all these autographs and uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. So we talked for, I don't know, a few months. He kept telling me about these cards. So one day I went to his house and he showed me all these cards and, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know they made stuff like this now. So that kind of like, I, it kind of lit my fuse to get interested again. And I started looking at all the stuff. I was like, wow, this stuff is really cool. And, uh, you know, in the mid 2000s is this kind of stuff that he had. So it was pretty much all game used stuff. So he had, uh, it was, I remember looking at, he had, a, um, it was a Tom Brady upper deck premiere. It was a sticker autograph, but it was still really cool. And back then Brady didn't cost a whole lot. So I thought that card was so cool. I wanted to go get one too. And I ended up finding one. I don't know. I can't remember how long it took, but I ended up paying like a hundred bucks or somewhere around that for a Brady autograph. Jeez. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't have that card anymore, but, uh, but that, that's, you know, that guy's kind of what got me back into it. And, uh, I remember buying a Joe Montana graded card. It was a PSA seven. And, that, and then I, I didn't even know what graded cards were. I never had one, <laughs> never seen one. So I bought it. It was a PSA seven. I think I paid 40 bucks for it. So it's, cr it's crazy to yeah. hear those type of numbers right now. Yeah. I had a Joe Montana years ago. It was raw. I mean, pretty much everything I had back then was raw. The corners on it were round and, but it was still a nostalgic thing at that time. And, I got a much better one now. Touching base on that is as far as collecting, if you could do it all again, would you do it the same or would you change something? What, you know, how, how would you go about it? Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I'd, I'd probably say when I got back into it, um, I spent around, oh gosh, first eight to 10 years when I got back into it, uh, of just buying national treasures and, uh, exquisite. Those were the high-end cards I wanted to get. And, uh, refractors were always a dime a dozen, and now they've like spiked. I, I just can't believe how much uh, refractors have gone up over the last two years. It's just insane. I remember when those things were like 10, 15 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I would probably do it different. I would probably just stick to probably just a certain couple of players. I, I, I feel like I've branched out and I, – <laughs> I probably could have done more if I stuck with just certain players than uh, trying to catch all the RPAs. Uh, I think that's what got I got hung up on was every year when the RPAs would come out, you'd have to get those running backs. You'd have to get those uh, those quarterbacks. So definitely lost a lot of money on those guys. 
Yeah, those are those are the hot movers. That's where all the hype is at. And people are still doing that to this day. So it's almost like it just it's hard to to not feed into that hype. And that hype machine is real and that hype machine gets moving. It's like that's just a you know a train coming down the track and like it's tough. So like I said we still see it to this day. Yeah, that's probably why I don't own any modern RPAs. I don't have a Burrow, I don't have a Herbert. I like those guys. I've thought about getting them, but you know, then I look at how much they cost and it's like, why wouldn't I just buy somebody that's already proven? Wilson's such a, a bargain compared to these guys. Uh, you can still get Brady, who's a seven time Super Bowl champion, and uh, he's less than a Pat Mahomes. I don't get it. Figure I just stick with the Hall of Famers and the guys that I really like. Sounds good. So, Mike, what are your favorite sets to collect and why? Uh, favorite stuff is always the exquisite, probably national charges. They got game used items in there, really nice patches, autos, uh, just and, and exquisite only had it from 2005 to 2009 before it went into college, uh, Jersey. So I say anything between 2005 to 2009, those exquisite sets are legendary. Like, like just getting into it now, seeing we talked the other day you know, the football stuff that you have from exquisite is, is crazy. You know, most of the time you often hear about the basketball sets, but the football sets, it has some pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people are finally realizing that the game you stuff is such a, you know, it's a great investment. And I, I've noticed a lot of it's been disappearing lately. It's coming. It's yeah. People are sitting on it and not, not putting it out there. Most of the time now you're seeing the player worn back to your thing with the RPAs, even with the new guys, a lot of that stuff is not, it's not game used. No, so, you know, and then now you're, you're, you're baking in all that hype. You're baking in, you know, some of these prices, the, the guys have to have 10 Super Bowls to even justify that stuff. And the patches, it's just something that they grabbed off the rack at, you know, a local sporting goods store. Right. And they can make that stuff all day, but once the uh, game you stuff is gone, it's gone. You, you, you're not going to, you can't make them again. Yeah, for sure. So now let me ask you, has your collection ever been a problem in your personal life or just in other words, has your family always been supportive of your collection or have there been some bumps in the road? No, uh, I've, I've always had good support because, you know, I started it at such a young age and uh, when I was in my, uh, right before I was a teenager, between uh, 10 and 12, I was like really big into putting all my cards in binders and so my mom would bring home some binders and, you know, some pages for me and I'd be able to fill them up and uh, just like, I just like to sit there and flip through them and uh, so yeah, my, my parents were always pretty supportive on it and uh, my wife's really big supportive on it. So she's always telling me that, uh, why'd you sell this one? Why'd you sell that? Why, <laughs> why, you, keep it, why, you, why are you buying 15, $20 cards? So, you know, buy the more expensive ones. It's like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to buy a $40,000 Mahomes. Right, right. Usually it's the other way around. You know, it's like, you know, why are you, you buying that? You know what, Mike? I, I think your wife and my wife need to get together and have a little <laughs> powwow. <laughs> well, she's also seen me sell 
sell them as well and see the revenue that's come in on it. So she's like, well, she knows that there's money to be made on them. Yeah. But she hates, she hates football. And uh, she, she hates the 49ers because I like them so much. And uh, she likes Russell Wilson and Tom Brady. Those are the two guys that my wife likes the most. Nice. It's, it's nice to have that support system, you know, so it kind of helps uh, keep you motivated to keep collecting. So that's always right. good. Yeah, that's a little bit of a foreign concept to me. So I'm very impressed. <laughs> but <laughs> on that note. Well, when you got the, when you got this amount of stuff, it's not like you can hide it. So I mean, it's like, yeah. You know, if she says, "What's in those cases?" Uh, I don't know. Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Someone gave it to me. <laughs> That's right. From. <laughs> so, so Mike, uh, what advice would you give to someone just coming into the hobby who's looking to build a collection of their own? You know, what what tips would you have for them? Well, so if they're going to come into the hobby and uh, if they want to be a flipper, they want to buy stuff to resell it. And I'm only talking football. Uh, so I, if you want to flip to make money, obviously you're going to stick with the quarterbacks. You're going to buy the quarterbacks that are, uh, you know, I got Super Bowls that got big numbers, uh, ones that you can always sell that you're going to make money on, which, I mean, that's a given. So uh, if you want to be a collector, then uh, just stick with what you like. Stick with the players you like. Stick with uh, the team you like. Don't get caught up in the hype of what everybody else is doing. Uh, I, I know that happens a lot where if you get on Instagram and you're in these chat groups, which I'm in, uh, you know, somebody will post something. And next thing you know, you're like, you're running to eBay because now you want one. Because yeah. they got It's like, that car's nice. Right. So that, that, that can cost you a lot of money. And then, uh, you know, maybe a little bit later down the road, you're like, I really don't like this card as much as I, I thought I did it when I, somebody posted it. So just stick with the players that you like the most and uh, just focus on that. So if you like, if you like Peyton Manning, if you like Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, whatever, just uh, build a PC of those guys and stick within your means and, yeah, that's that's probably about the best advice I can give. Nice. Well, well, Mike, that's super solid advice. And I'm 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 pretty sure that some of the newer collectors out there will, you know, hopefully they heed that advice and don't, you know, learn that learn those learn those lessons the hard way. So but again, Mike, you know, we want to thank you for joining us. You know, we appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you build that collection, man. Every time, you know, you're posting stuff and it's, uh, it's like, wow, look at that thing. Right on. Appreciate it. Yeah. You want to give your, you want to give your IG credentials again, one more time. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. So he's at Joe Montana, 16 collector. Check him out. And um, if you're a 49er fan or just a fan of goats, you're definitely not going to be disappointed when you check out this guy's collection. Once again, Joe Montana, 16 collector. Mike, appreciate you, brother. Um, and, you know, just keep collecting. Right on. Absolutely. All okay. right. All right, my brother. We will see you on the other side. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> We want to thank Mad Mike for sharing his hobby journey with us. 
please check him out on IG and give him a follow at Joe Montana 16 Collector. That man's collection is absolutely sick. And once again, thank you to all the listeners. We truly are humbled by all the support and feedback that we've received. So follow us at Cousins underscore Collectibles. And don't forget to check us out next Monday. We got an amazing guest lined up. You won't be disappointed. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.